Welcome to Life Without Secrets. Do you often find yourself comparing your life to your friends on social media? You see the glamour, the success, the perfect family, the perfect kids, the awesome vacations. But what's really behind the highlight reel? In Life Without Secrets, we are going to dive deep and reveal the secrets, struggles, and strategies people have used in real life to get to who they are now and who they are becoming. Because the truth is, nobody is perfect. And you are never alone in what you're going through. So don't forget to subscribe to the show because it's time to connect on a deeper level and grow together. Today, I'm excited to dive deep into the incredible journey of Sarah Delane from Hollywood Red Carpets to becoming the founder of Stage 8 Boutique Agency. Sarah shares her transformation from actress to empowering females worldwide. Join us as we unravel the layers of Sarah's story, her personal branding expertise, and the powerful moments that led her to her self-discovery. From navigating the glitz and glamour of Hollywood to a near-death experience that shifted the trajectory of her life, Sarah's journey is a testament to resilience and finding one's true self. Stay tuned for this inspiring conversation where we dive into rewriting our stories, building a personal brand, and standing out by embracing your individuality. Sarah, hey girl. Hey, hey. <laughs> I love you. I'm so excited well, to be here. <laughs> I am super excited to do this with you. Welcome to Life Without Secrets. I am very, very excited to be on Life Without Secrets. <laughs> We have so many inside jokes of this life without. I, we do. We have so much fun with this, and I'm so excited to be doing with this this with you today. Sarah is such a boss babe, and if you saw any of my photos on um, Instagram lately, we did a photo shoot, and this girl just gave me all the lessons and all the courage to really embrace that side of me, so I could show up as her. As her, exactly, which everybody has an internal her, right? It's like that higher self, if you will, future version of you, that one that we're like kind of wanting to give more spotlight to, maybe we've been holding back from. So I'm, I'm a really big advocate for like becoming your next best self. And so I just say it's the her, like what version of you are you becoming now, today and tomorrow? Yeah. And I mean, sometimes, you know, we all have that inside of us where we want to like let her out or let that version of ourselves that is our best, you know, when we feel our best. And sometimes like the world keeps us from doing that. And so I just really appreciated you just giving me that courage during that session. And that was everything I needed, honestly, to just feel good. Here was my favorite part for you. You were like, so this is my first shoot, like first photo shoot, not even first brand shoot, right? You're like, this is my first photo shoot. And I was like, okay, like I was prepared to give you some like very specific, you know, pose this way and all that stuff. Right? And you just walk in and you're like, bam, how's this? And how's this? And how's this? And I was just like, first time? First, first time? <laughs> this girl does not have any secrets on that <laughs> Yeah, this is life without secrets, okay? <laughs> so, Sarah, <laughs> right? I agree. So, Sarah is a personal brand expert, but before we dive into all of that, because I really want you guys to really understand what that means, but before we go into that, I want people to get to know you, Sarah, and how your journey has really brought you to this mission of empowering females like myself. 
Okay. So it's like, I love this question. And I always feel like there, it could be like, it needs to be a whole book. Right. And, and I'm not the only one who is really about female empowerment. And I don't want to make sure that it's first honored, that it's not just about women. It's about the end, right. It's, it's both. It's empowering everybody together. And I'm really big on the parts of ourselves. And so I'm really big on, you have masculine sides and you have feminine sides and, Sometimes people are saying, this is more of a new conversation, I feel like, right? Is, oh, women running their business and women being CEOs, like they're so in their masculine. Gosh, they must be really deep down, like truly unhappy. And it's like, no, Brad, they're not unhappy. She's very, this is her, this is like women's opportunity to like allow that part of herself to fully embrace that to fully step into that. And when she wants to go into her feminine, then she can. If we all talk about being the reaching our highest potential or becoming that best version of ourselves, why do we think, or I just want to pose the question that it should not include both your masculine energy and your feminine energy, whether man, woman, whatever your personal preference or pronoun is like, why do we think that it shouldn't include both? It doesn't make somebody unhappy. And I'm like, hang on. I enjoy embracing the part of me that gets to run a business. It's so fun to let that part of me out. And then when I am also around strong, confident, empowered men, like, I mean, the only KPI I'm really thinking about is his. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I love being able to go back into my feminine for that at the same time. To me, an empowered woman means someone who can flow easily between all aspects, all um, energies or essences of herself, be that deemed masculine and all the different aspects that is and be that feminine and all the aspects that that is. That's called like living 100% and reaching your highest potential and being able to embody all versions of you. So first and foremost, that's what's important for me to like remind people of and just be a stand for. Yeah. And so let's let's talk about your journey to getting there. Was that something that was just like innate to you or like talk about like where how you got going on going to the red carpet and like you know, being in Hollywood, how did that work out? Now you're you you are an empowered woman. Oh, I love that. Didn't always yeah. like that. Um, always felt like I had a little bit of a rebel side for sure, right? And I feel like every strong, powerful woman needs a little bit of like a rebel side. Otherwise, it's like, how are you going to get stuff done? But I really started in Hollywood very young, right? So technically more of like child actor. And that's where a lot of like understanding different parts of ourselves you know, really comes from. And, and now where I get to bring that into the work that I do in some of the aspects of the work that I do. But at that time, to be honest, like I was suppressing authentic versions of Mira, or, or I should say like, this is all of course in hindsight, like at the time I was, it felt more safe and it felt um, like the true version of me didn't ever feel good enough. I, I was in a, just an environment that was very verbally and emotionally and a, just abusive and very toxic. It was how I got to be in the industry though, right? So I was living with my grandmother and on the outside, everything looked really nice, but at home behind closed doors, it was very much not. Um, and anybody who's been in a relationship dynamic like that, um, 
just the verbal and the emotional and just constant. <laughs> I mean, I probably had at least like six ulcers by the time I was 16. So anybody who's like, you know, right, we don't need to go into all of the details of that. But that really set in my subconscious, um, a belief system that I was not that the true me wasn't good enough. And so I had to, I had to hide that version of me. But if I could step into a character, if I could play the roles um, that felt safe. And so it took me a long time to realize because some people might think, oh, acting, it's fake. Like you're not, you're, you're allowing yourself to embody different parts of you. They've got to come from within you. You have to do it fully authentically. That's, you know, what really makes truly good acting is it's a full embodiment of this identity. And so at, back then those things looked separate right? The authentic version of me, I'm saying authentic version, right? Because I felt like I had to suppress a part of me and what felt safe was stepping into these other characters. So I had an association that it wasn't the true me. And it took me a long time to realize that I was actually just meeting different parts of myself. And when I could then allow all of them to be fully embraced and love all of them, it just it allowed me to kind of not really care what other people think, not being, not always be afraid of, oh, do I look stupid or do I, you know, am I going to say the wrong thing? Or what if I say this and then somebody's going to take offense to it? Being real, we all still have that inner dialogue, right? But I got to embrace all versions of me. And so in hindsight, honestly, moving into the industry of, uh, I mean, technically, you know, an entrepreneur or an actor is really an entrepreneur, but moving into a different industry and becoming a businesswoman, um, I really got to see that there's a common, there's one common thread between running your own business, starting your own business, growing your own business, being successful in business, um, and being an actor in Hollywood. And to me, the common through line is pure authenticity. You have to be 100% authentic to really embrace characters in acting and in Hollywood. And in order to run a business and have a personal brand, like you have to show up as that authentic, most empowered version of you. And so to me, there's no, there's no separation anymore. But crossing industries, that was very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so that's your question. <laughs> No. Yeah. It's so good. So was there a moment where you realized that like you needed to make that shift because you're saying that like you were not authentically embracing your full self when you were, you know, being these characters yet you weren't at that stage of your life where you were able to do that. Was there a moment or a, a an event or anything that happened in your life that created this shift in you that made you really go after that? You want people maybe to know like, Hey, you don't have to do this. You can, you know, step into your more authentic self another way. Yeah. So, um, what you don't have to do is you don't have to almost die. <laughs> that was really a, I'd love to be able to teach people about how to fully embrace that, um, without having to go to that extreme and not everybody, like sometimes people need lessons like that. Right. To a certain extent, I had a big rebel side and, and, you know, I needed a little hit over the head with a frying pan. Like I was not fully embracing all of me. I was running away from parts of me. I was suppressing parts of me. 
Um, and I was self-medicating and I was in Hollywood and doing all kinds of things, you know, mm -hmm. like living a Hollywood lifestyle is glitz and glam. And there's, you know, if you go down the darker pathways, um, you can get into some really sticky stuff. And I did. Um, and I'm, I'm really big on talking about that, though, because I think it's not all meant to be shiny rainbows. You know what I mean? We we find aspects, we find those true parts of our character when we're challenged and when we're going through something where it's like, oh, you need to really like either step up or step out. And so for me, yes, I did have um, a near-death experience, which just rocked my whole world. It really, it shifted everything. And to me, it was a really um, spiritual experience. And that's where I also I was always very intuitive and I always had, you know, dreams and stuff like that. But this really opened up to a whole other level on a spiritual side that I almost got to like pull away the veil of whatever lies I was telling myself, <laughs> strip those away. No secrets anymore. It was like, oh, if you tried to have, like lie to yourself and have secrets to yourself, oh, here we go. We're just going to like rip it all down. It's like literally like just pull all the curtains down, let all the light in. And now you're forced to, to look at how I was living, look at myself. Um, I was experiencing just, just really intense transformational experience during that, during that time. But I'm also really grateful because it was that fork in the road. There's a piece I learned this a long time ago after, right? It's also when I moved into um, just going and getting support and coaches and mentors and shamans and just all of these different teachers, right? Um, and there was this choice point that one of my teachers ended up telling me, and he was like, you were, you were given a choice in that moment. And he said, you either follow the path. Um, when something really intense happens, there's a, there is a little bit of a, a PTS, right? A little post-traumatic stress, right? And he said, there's either post-traumatic stress or post-traumatic growth. And they're two highways. And we all, the power that we all have is choice in that moment when we're presented with those two pathways. And we either choose to like have, have it be a struggle with the post-traumatic stress, or we choose to go into post-traumatic growth. And that opens up a totally different, just different opportunities. Um, and if we're, if we're not like... <laughs> Maybe again, maybe that was a little of my rebel side that was like, all right, let's go down that way and see what's going to happen. Um, and it was absolutely life-changing in the most empowering ways. But I do have to say that like, it was really scary, but it was that moment, you know, when you're like, okay, are you going to leap off? And you don't really figure out that you have wings until you actually leap off. Like nobody gives you the confidence before, like you have to be willing to be like, let's go try and do this new thing. You know, but ever since I was young, I feel like I do, I had that, I want to try everything. I want to experience everything. Careful what you ask for. Um, you might experience almost dying and then have to walk your way back from that. Um, but everything's been a blessing for sure. So that was probably, that was the real pivotal moment for me. And yeah. And you know, you are, you're such a deep person and I feel like you just like see people to their soul, which I think makes you so good at being a personal brand expert because you really dive into this, the person, right? Like your client that you're working with is like, I 
like personally have felt that from you. And like, it's not just like, what does it look like on the outside for your branding and what color is like you are like fully embraced into that person and pull so much out of them. So like, I want you just for people to understand, like, can you just give like an overview of like, what is personal branding? And like, why do you believe it is crucial in today's world for individuals and entrepreneurs? Because I, I really feel that it is. Um, and yes, and I, and I love hearing you say that. Um, and I think a lot of people listening will agree, like it's, it's no longer like a term that people don't get. I will say that, right. Some people are like, oh, branding, that's like your logo and the, and your colors, right? That's, that's not it. Um, your brand and specifically your personal brand, it goes back to that word authenticity. It really does. It goes back to that part of you, who do you need to be? Who do you want to be that shows up as a leader for others? What part of you haven't you given the spotlight to, to fully step into, right? Many teachers will say, it's not just the money that you make, right? I love helping people make money. I love helping people make more money. It's so much fun because I love I love seeing the smile on their face when they see more possibilities for themselves. That is hands down the most fun. What's even more fun than that though, is allowing, seeing, helping someone, or I should say creating a space to allow someone to see outside of a box, to allow themselves to see that version of themselves that maybe they haven't fully stepped into what that could look like, what that would be like, and then using specific tools and strategies to fully embody that authentically. Again, it's not something that's fake. It's if you didn't feel it inside of you, then it, it wouldn't be possible. So to me, I help, I feel like what I'm doing, and at least what I hear from other people sometimes is allowing them to remove the box, remove limitations, remove barriers, to who is that that you need to fully step into and become that then would have the lifestyle, the abundance, the success, right? Like all of those, you know, things that we all say that we want. But more than that, like to me, it's a it's a spiritual experience. Like having your own business, running your own business is a spiritual experience. That's the entrepreneurial spirit. And you either, like you either got it or you don't. Not everybody has it. Some people, they don't. And that's totally okay. But if you got it, and it's that like inner calling in your soul. The problem is most people don't know. They think it is just colors. They don't understand. It's a full embodiment of this true authentic version of you. And then it's in the great. Now, how do you on a business level, right? How do you package that? And how do you promote that also in a way that feels really authentic and genuine, right? We don't like sticky, icky sales. That's like bro marketing, true sales is true like sales. And I wish more people would, would just fully like know this and understand this because I think there's some people shy away from or feel uncomfortable with self-promotion, right? Because it's like, oh, you don't want to be egotistical or vapid. It's, it's not about that. It's about, do you have something that you truly know will help someone? And do you care enough to want to help people? The problem with experts, and I love working with experts, 
is because experts are really good at what they do. They're not good at being able to promote themselves. So I just help bridge kind of that gap of taking your expertise and then showing you these ways that you can promote yourself, even though that word sounds inauthentic, it is truly the most authentic expression of running a business. Yeah. So is there like, for people that are listening that are like, I really do want to like find that authentic version of myself and, you know, be that authentic version of myself and promote that person, that, that her inside of her and feel worthy to put myself out there to help others. What would you say is a good starting point? Like what is some, is there anything we need to dive into? I would say that normally when people come to me, they've kind of already started a little bit, right? But they're, they're just, they're putting it together. It's like the DIY, right? And that can be, that can be great because you have all the energy, but then there's some traditional, or I should say some foundational things. It's kind of like, you're really excited about um, building a house, but if you don't do the foundation right, then you might paint this beautiful house, but if it's not on solid ground and the, the soil isn't right and the structure isn't built, then the longevity, there's a potential that the longevity, you'll either have to go back, that's where usually people like rebrand, unless they're doing something new, um, or it's just, they're like, oh, cool, I didn't, I didn't know to do that. I didn't know how to set up a true foundation of a personal brand Um, and keeping in mind. So that's, that's really foundational, but keeping in mind, everything is changing so fast and especially in digital marketing. So there is new ways and new opportunities to be able to show up and create um, attraction and engagement with this brand that you feel so passionate about and you know will truly help people. So it's a it's a balancing act of foundational principles that every business needs that if you don't have, eventually you're going to have to go back and do. I had to go back and do them, right? Even coming from understanding branding, because I understood from Hollywood, I knew personal branding. Building a business, I had to learn true foundational principles of branding and marketing. I just became a nerd and a sponge and just collected all of it. But I had this lens through sort of like a Hollywood standard, right? That's the largest media and advertising industry in the entire world. So my lens doesn't come from college and learning it through a book in a classroom. It comes from growing up in the largest industry that, that showcases branding and marketing and and storytelling and being able to take your story and make it fun and exciting and make it again, just really authentic ultimately for the purpose of helping people with what that specific thing is that each person does. To me, that's the most fun. It's like a puzzle and then figuring out the pieces that each person needs and then putting them together to make this really beautiful picture because every single person They might have, uh, two people might have the same type of business, packaging them and showcasing how they're unique and how they can stand out. Each person is totally different. And to me, that's the most fun. I like, I like finding how each aspect of somebody is unique and different, not better, just unique and different and how we're going to highlight that. Even if they're standing next to somebody who has the same exact business. 
I love that. That's so, so important, right? Let's talk about something that you brought up for, to me and I'd love for us to like dive into a little bit is archetype psychology and why this can help us understand us and give us like the secrets to our success. Yes. Okay. So this does go back to parts work, right? So I sort of combine, um, I have my own method that I call the profitable personal brand, right? And yes, it uses, it kind of goes beyond traditional brand psychology. And then it also incorporates this sort of this parts work, right? Which if anybody knows parts work therapy, I do say, you know, emotional intelligence, but at the core of emotional intelligence is understanding your like who you truly are. So when you combine those together, because I can give anybody, right, the play-by-play of exactly what to do to grow their business, right, to increase their income, right? To a certain extent, some things with as much as, right, marketing is changing, but true foundational stuff, that's not changing. Um, So all of those, we can do that all day long. But if we're the face of our business, if we get in our own way, then who's who's going to do the thing? <laughs> who's going to show up? Who's going to be, um, who's going to be the one inspiring others that then, right? The products or the services that you offer, that's just the products and services. So again, it goes back to who do you need to embody for the longest time, right? That's why I nerded out. This goes back to using psychology and understanding character development in Hollywood that you have to know yourself. You have to know personality. You have to understand people. You have to understand yourself in order to embody authentically different emotions, right? You can't not do that. And so if you have an understanding of psychology, we've been using traditional like Jungian archetypes, right? When Jung created those, it was a very different time too, right? But they speak to the subconscious that we all can relate to aspects of each one of those archetypes, uh, different experiences that we have in our life, we might be embodying certain um, characteristics of one or two of those archetypes at any given uh, experience or time. I'm I'm in also this phase as because you and I write. We've talked about like I'm writing my book and it's going to be all around parts work, but I also want it to be around this innovative perspective on archetypes. Because I feel like we've, we've all adapted. We've all, um, there's so many different aspects. Like, like back in Jungian times, the, the rebel archetype, like that may not look the same way as it does today. And so I want to kind of like update that so that it really relates to where we are now and where our subconscious and conscious operating systems are now. Um, And to me, again, why is that so important to using psychology in branding is because one, if we're the face of our business, again, we've got to show up. We have to know ourselves. We have to know what gets in our own way and what gets us stopped. And most importantly, how to break through those things to constantly, again, who do you need to become today? Who do you need to step into today? But the other aspect is it's not just about us and our business and the thing that we're passionate about building we're working with people and their desires and their wants. So you can't just build a thing that's supposed to help people without understanding what people want and what their challenges are and, and what their desires are. Again, right? It's just really understanding people. And I, 
think that sometimes we all talk about it, but it goes, it doesn't always happen as much, right? It's like coming up with like, who's your ideal client? And people talk about the uh, the necessity of doing that. But sometimes I think it's not always done either well, or it's not always done. We kind of skirt over it. We're like, oh, it's just, you know, Brenda and she's 30 and she's, you know, she's a stay at home working mom. That's like, do you want somebody to know you as that? Like, do you want somebody to understand you as just your name, your age and like your stay at home? Or do you want true understanding of like who you are and your deeper desires at your core? So, but if we don't know how to do that, then of course, that's why, right? It's not always done because nobody, not everybody understands a, a really like, there's easy ways to understand psychology and understanding self. Um, but you know, when I was first learning it at like 12 and 13, I'll be really honest. I'm like, Oh God, this whole topic is like really intimidating. Like, how are you going to, you know what I mean? Like psychology, (laughs) understanding people, understanding myself. I don't know why I'm doing the things I'm doing until you do. And then it becomes natural. Right. So it's, it's become innate, I guess. So let's back up a little bit because I want people to really understand because a lot of many people might not know like what is an archetype like what does this mean so like let's give an example of like when we learn about archetypes we can almost like identify with them that kind of helps us discover like who we can help and how right is that how it works yes so I'll give you um an example and I know you've seen it so what I'm going to share about is like this, because I made an archetypes blueprint, right? Because I'm a nerd for creating templates for everything. And so what I did was first I broke down each one. So there's 12 traditional archetypes, right? Um, so without getting into like the super deep, but to really like try to explain it in the most simple way, think of them as 12 different personality traits, And so, right, especially as dynamic, empowered women, right? They're like, we are not one note. (laughs) None, this just doesn't happen. And so um, we have these different parts of our personality and they come out in different times. They come out in different life experiences. So one of the archetypes is the innocent, right? So maybe it was that like version of you where you're very naive. Like remember almost like the first time that you fell in love before you got your heart broken, before you got potentially cheated on, like before all of that, like you were the innocent. You got to see the world through rose-colored glasses. And so to a certain extent, that can be really valuable to use parts of that person, part of our personality when let's say you're wanting to start another business venture and you need to be able to see through a lens of possibility without the limitations, without the, oh my gosh, I had a failed launch, without the worry about money, without all of these things that stop us from being able to see through that lens, you need to be able to like put, like step into that part and be like, okay, what would my business look like if I was the curious, innocent woman for the ladies, right? Curious, innocent man for the men, um, just as far as those gender, curious, innocent of they, right? Archetypes, transcend gender. Okay. I I feel like that that's important to say, but for just for pure definition right now. And so do you need those parts of you to be able to see opportunities and possibilities and see vision for your future of your business? Like, would that be valuable or do you need sometimes your rebel 
every once in a while, like I was saying before, like when I left off and was like, I don't know if I'm getting wings on, I don't know what's down at the bottom and I don't know if I'm going to figure out my wings or not, but you know what? This rebel part of me is just like, you know what? I don't give an F right now. This doesn't feel good. I want something new. I want something different. I want to buck the system. I want to challenge the norm. I hate stereotypes. I hate gender like norms. I hate all of that. How can I create something that is empowering and that makes money and that gives me the life that I want? Like to a certain extent, you need a rebel side of you. Being an entrepreneur, we're like masochistic for the most part. Like if you don't have that rebel side of you, like you will get squashed. If you're not like F you, I'm doing it anyway. In the face of society tells you you can't, you better have that rebel side of you. Especially I would say as women, oh, you can't do that because you're a woman. Oh, you can't do this, right? We're generalizing, but we still, as women, we're still battling a lot of those societal stereotyped beliefs. We take on them on still sometimes. You absolutely need that rebel version to be like, sit down, Becky. Like, <laughs> I can totally relate to that too. Cause it's like, you know, being that I got pregnant at 17, you know, people were like, Oh darn, like you had so much potential. And inside of me, I was like, what? Like, I'm going to show you, you know, like it was that rebel inside of me that was like, no, like you don't have to listen to what people say or think about you. It was like, you're going to do this and you're going to go after it and prove them wrong, you know? Yes. And I will tell you that my, my rebel side served me really well when, when leaving, like when I sort of put Hollywood on hold, because at that time, like I, there were no job opportunities. I couldn't, I couldn't even get an audition. I couldn't be seen at all. Right. And, and that's your, that's the only way that you can get hired is it's like going to an interview. If, if they're literally saying no to an interview before you even show up, where are you going to get work? And the fact that I started at such a young age at 13 and I tested out of high school and I didn't go to college. So to me, I was like, okay, now I can't like, what am I going to do for work? And I was working consistently. That's where all of my money came from. So I was not, I didn't have a quote unquote regular job. And so when I decided to put everything on hold, I was like, that was the scariest time for me because I'm like, okay, <laughs> I have to figure out to start from complete, start totally over, complete scratch, $2,000 in my bank account, right? And everyone's like, oh, Hollywood lifestyle. Like you must've been rolling in it. <laughs> Drugs and alcohol do a whole other number on your bank account. And so <laughs> I was like, okay, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't go to college, right? What do I do? How do I, what do I build? What do, what do I do for myself? And I never want any woman to feel like she doesn't know how to make her own money in the world. And to me, that was scary. That was really scary. And so if I didn't have my rebel side that was like, all right, pull up your big girl panties and like figure it the F out, girl. I knew that I always had that part of me that was like, I'm going to figure it out. And oh, you're just meant to be. And I've had people say that like, oh, well, you know, you've been an actress. Like you should just keep like modeling or just acting. Like who are you to start a business? And I'm like, excuse me? Like... <laughs> So I became like, I wanted to learn all the things so that I could be like, you know what? I'm the smartest one. 
don't always be the smartest one in the room, right? That's not always the room you want to be in. But at that time, I was like, oh, you think that I don't know this stuff? So I wanted to go learn all of it so I could be like, actually, I do. And actually, this is how I can help you. And oh, actually, I've proven my success because I built something on my own. And I did start from scratch again. And I went and I got a regular job and I had to beg for it because he was like, you have no experience. And I was like, I work hard and I figure it out. And if, if I'm not succeeding within this, within the first week, you can tell me and I will walk out gladly. So you just do whatever you got to do. And starting from the bottom again, it, like, that's why I always say I kind of did my career backwards. Cause it was like, start really young, have all this success in, in one industry. And then when that doesn't work out, completely transform, completely rebrand and start something from the bottom in a completely different industry. And I love that you're bringing this up because I think there's a lot of people that, you know, are kind of switching careers or switching gears, or maybe they lost their job, or maybe they're feeling lost as a person and not sure like where they fit in best. And I think this work is just so important to to honor yourself and honor that true self inside of you that that has these different parts of you and to be able to like tap into that and feel like, you know what, you're not stuck doing this one thing because that that thing that you're doing doesn't identify you. You know, you have all these other qualities inside of you. And so bringing out those other qualities, like you'll see that you're meant for more or you're, you could do so many other things. So you asked me why I felt like having a personal brand was so important. I could go through all of the reasons of, right, why it's good for CEOs and business and being able to, you know, uh, recruit talent and maintain talent, right? Because they're seen as having somebody that is appealing in a company. I could go through and say, oh yeah, visibility and credibility, um, being truthful and being authentic, right? Creating more opportunities for networking and speaking engagements. Like I can list all of those like, traditional things, but most importantly, that feeling of transitioning from one industry to the next, the, the, the confidence and the power that I had that gave me sort of, I feel like that confidence to switch into something else was I could rely on personal branding because or I should say I could rely on my personal brand to go into any industry and be successful building something. Because if this industry didn't work or if all of a sudden, right, I got fired or I couldn't get hired or whatever it is and switching to a completely different industry, if you have a strong personal brand, then that gives you power to have success in any industry. If one doesn't work out, you can go somewhere else. So to me, it's about that goes back to true empowerment. Where are we giving ourselves the power and our freedom so that we can be able to make money and have success no matter where we are, no matter what we do, no matter what industry. And you're right. That's what I mean is like if somebody's getting fired or who knows what happens, you transition yeah. industries, who knows? A lot, a lot of different things happen to a lot of really like genuine people the last couple of years. So investing and building something like that, it's not like, oh, I'm about promoting myself. No, you're about maintaining the longevity and the success of yourself and being able to make money anywhere you go. That's really what it's about. I love that. 
What brings you the most joy and fulfillment in your work today? (laughs) What brings me the most joy and fulfillment? I mean, aside from just working with badass, incredible, like empowered, already empowered, already like a go-getter, whether it's women or men that are just like, they see such bigger, they have a feeling for wanting so much more. And if I can even just have a tiny little support to helping them create like, oh, you could do this and you could do this and be able to make that possible. The look in their eyes when they like feel it and sense it is absolutely priceless. Because again, to me, it goes back to like, that's that, that's that like spiritual That's that entrepreneurial spirit that I know is in everybody. And if I could even just offer a tiny little, like drop a seed to allow that like watering of that entrepreneurial spirit in somebody so that they could just create anything that they want. I love working with creatives. I am a creative. So if that's what brings me the most joy, like, I feel like I'm also, you know, doing something to help people and it makes, and it's just fun. Like we laugh and we nerd out on stuff and, you know, watching people like fully step in. And at the same time, then I get to also step in to another version of me. I'm always challenging myself as much as I'm challenging everybody else. So it's twofold. Like we're all coming together and all, everybody's doing it together. That's community. What else brings me joy? Um, being able to, you know, dance around my apartment naked whenever I want to before, <laughs> before, before, <laughs> like, yeah, that's the most fun being able to have amazing photo shoots with a badass, being able to go to events and have the time and energy to go and connect with other incredible women. Like, yeah, the connection so piece fun. is so good. It kind of is like, I mean, makes life worth living, I guess, right? Is the people that you meet. It's not the things that you do. Totally agree. What is something that you wish everyone would do to be more successful in life as they walk into this new year or a new phase of their life? Okay. So I'm going to give the like, I'm going to give the cute answer that is, (laughs) and then I'm going to give the like, no filter, no BS answer. Is that okay? (laughs) That's why you're here, Sarah. (laughs) Um, So the cute answer, which is still true, right? It doesn't, it doesn't take away from it being like true, but it's like, it's that like really truly knowing yourself and truly like everything we were talking about, but finding those parts of you that are holding you back and asking them to sit down finding those parts of you that you haven't yet become and giving them the space and the spotlight to show up truly like just fully embodying that and using all the tools, right? Like I have a very systematic approach to teaching techniques for this, right? Cause it's all the subconscious programming, right? We've got to like, it's not just, Oh, get out of your own way. It's like, you have to rewire this little computer system, Right. So understanding the simple, easy strategies to do that and to do that effectively, that is absolutely because on the day, like I said, you're the face of your business. Even if you have a team, even if you're doing it with other people on that day when you don't feel like it, like what part of you do you need to step in that does feel like it? (laughs) The like no filter answer that like just (laughs) 
What I you really want to say? What I really want to say is, for the love of all things holy, stop being afraid to promote yourself. Take what you have, know that you're the expert, and then get out of, again, it's whatever part of you that is like, you shouldn't promote yourself. Like, let that part sit the F down and go promote yourself because there's a bunch of people who know how to promote themselves that are not as good as the majority. And I know because I like the people who come to me, they're like so good at what they do. And yet it's like, oh, I don't know if I can promote myself and I don't know how, and I don't know to like, right? Just that dialogue and it's okay. I'm not sounding like anybody's whining. I, I've been there too, right? I've had that part of myself voice and I have to ask myself. Also, it's like, shut the F up, find that part of you that loves promoting yourself, not inauthentic, not icky and salesy in the most fun, authentic way, but oh my gosh, stop being afraid to promote yourself. Get that out of the way. That's what I really want to say. Are you talking to me? <laughs> I'm like, I, I, get, I get this sense that like she's talking to everybody right now, but um, I feel like she's looking at me too. <laughs> I'm looking directly at you, girl. And I'm looking directly at everybody else who feels that. And the only reason why I know that is because I had to have the same conversation with myself. I don't like it. I never wanted to go on the red carpet. I never, I hate watching the movies. I hate doing all of that stuff. It feels, it, there's a weird, it's like a, it's like this boa constrictor that wraps around and I'm like, Ugh, right? So that's how I know that like true artists, the people who are like, I always wanted to be a celebrity. Those aren't the people who are true artists. Those are the ones who know how to promote themselves, but they're not the true artists. So true artists and true people who really know their shit, excuse me, know that they are good at what they do and truly care about helping other people. Those are the ones who don't know how to promote themselves. So that's the biggest lesson that I feel like everybody needs to get this year. Like let's make, you know, this year like epic. Yes. And that's why you're here, Sarah. So how can people connect with you and learn more about what you do? I love you. Um, oh gosh. Instagram is always easy. Increase more on LinkedIn. Um, I always share lots of fun, you know, goodies on my website. So like that archetypes guidebook that we were talking about, that's a free download. Um, I'm, I'm really, I love making learning, you know, documents, whether it's like free masterclasses, there's a profitable personal brand free masterclass that's available to download. Just anything to learn more about how to package yourself, how to position yourself, how to promote yourself, creating, right? A profitable personal brand. So everybody's got one, but like, are we, are we making it profitable? Like, let's do that too. <laughs> you know, that sounds fun. So yeah, anything with like a free download, there's always opportunities, you know, after that, but like, go, you know, just take what you can to learn whatever stage that you're at, right? Some people are just starting, they're going to need more of like my beginner stuff. And then some people kind of been in it for a little bit, and they're just going to need something um, a little bit different. So usually I, I make a lot of, you know, I'm always available for doing calls or somebody on my team or something like that as well. So is always good, but yeah. Always on social. So many good stuff. And that's sarahdelane.com? Yes, sarahdelane.com. And um, it is spelled with an E. So S-E-R-A-H-D-L-A-I-N-E. 
Um, but you'll put it in the links and the notes and all of that fun stuff. You yep. I will put it in the show notes. Well, thank you, Sarah, for sharing your wisdom, your insights, and your inspiring journey in your heart. I so appreciate you being with us today and sharing all your insights there. And she does offer so much stuff on her website. So be sure to check that out. Thank you for coming on, girl. I'm so thank you so much for being here. And I hope everybody continues to live their life without secrets. <laughs> Me too, because that's how we get to the truth and being able to be our authentic selves. So I love it. Don't forget to share this episode with your tribe and spread the empowerment. Stay connected for more riveting conversations and captivating stories that ignite the spirit, challenge the status quo, and leave you with a renewed sense of purpose. Remember, your journey is unique and your story matters. Keep chasing your dreams, embracing authenticity, building your brand, and living a life without secrets. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Life Without Secrets. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.